where passengers could buy tickets, board this rocket, fly out of the lower atmosphere, experience a few minutes of weightlessness, and then return to Earth. Bezos also hopes to return astronauts to the moon and eventually colonize the cosmos. And Blue Origin's name is no accident. Blue is for that pale blue dot that is Earth. Origin. Or where humanity begins. Lots of people are still building. Home construction in the U.S. jumped 6.3% last month. And the stocks are looking good so far, too, jumping. The Dow up 135 points after a more than 700-point plunge yesterday. S&P futures are ahead 16 right now. This is CBS News. CBS News Radio is your home for breaking news. With our team of reporters around the country and the world, we give you the coverage you can trust. Your backyard should be an oasis, not a challenge. Enjoy great value on steel tools that will get it done. Visit your steel dealer to pick up the lightweight FS38 trimmer or hardworking BG50 blower, just $139.99. Steel is not sold at Lowe's or the Home Depot, always at a local steel dealer. Real steel. Find yours. All prices BESSRP. Available at participating dealers. Lowe's and the Home Depot are trademarks of their respective companies. Visit your steel dealer at steeldealers.com. Power your passions for less during Dell's exceptional Black Friday in July event. Enjoy up to $400 off high-performance Dell XPS laptops and desktops, along with next-level Alienware systems, all powered by Intel Core processors. Shop special prices on stunning Dell monitors, top-brand electronics and accessories, plus enjoy free shipping on everything. Don't forget to ask for Intel when you call 800-BY-DELL. That's 800-BY-DELL. Yesterday, we found out about Bridgerton. Today, it's Game of Thrones. The House Targaryen has been hit by the pandemic. HBO shut down production of Game of Thrones prequel House of the Dragon after a crew member tested positive for COVID. Now the entire cast and crew is being tested and placed in isolation as a precaution. Shoots are expected to pick back up tomorrow. House of the Dragon is the latest high-profile production in the UK to shut down over COVID. The second season of Bridgerton on Netflix hit pause in London, over two positive cases this week. Monica Ricks, CBS News. Twitter says it suspended Georgia Republican Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene for 12 hours for violating its policy by posting misleading tweets about COVID. One said the virus wasn't dangerous for people under age 65 who aren't obese. The other that vaccines should not be required. The posts still appear with a tag labeling them misleading. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. Guys, stop putting your love life on hold. U.S. Pharmacy has some exciting news. If you've been wanting to try Viagra or Cialis, now's the perfect time. Call today and receive 90 little blue or little yellow pills for only $119 with free shipping. Why order some low-dose sildenafil from one of those subscription services when we can give you what you want now? Call 800-711-6818 and we'll rush your order discreetly packaged to your door. Been thinking about trying Viagra or Cialis? Call U.S. Pharmacy at 800-711-6818 for as little as only 119 for 90 pills. Need your package in a hurry? Call 800-711-6818 and ask about our express shipping option and we'll rush your order to you as soon as possible. Save money on this little blue or yellow pill you've been wanting to try. Again, 800-711-6818 now. That's 800-711-6818.
Hello, my name is Kevin Tidd. My wife Carrie and I are the owners of the pharmacy on Stimson Avenue. For over half a century, we have been feeding the Athens community and providing customer service that is above and beyond your expectations. It has been our lifelong dream to run our own health and wellness store, and we enjoy doing so every day. Just like how we enjoy promoting our lifestyle on WATH and WXTQ Radio. Radio advertising has worked for us, especially in these trying times, and it can work for you and your business as well. Take it from us, Kevin and Carrie from the pharmacy. Are you struggling to pay out-of-pocket Medicare costs? Your deductibles, co-payments, and prescription medication can really add up. Buckeye Hills Regional Council can help you navigate confusing sign-ups and help you save money. Medicare savings programs such as extra help or low-income subsidy are available. Call 1-800-331-2644 for free over-the-phone assistance with enrollment. No waiting, no travel, just one phone call. That's 1-800-331-2644. Hi, I'm Kim. And this is Ruth. Please join us every Wednesday morning on 970 WATH to make it happen. It's the Kim and Ruth Show. Well, it's really not it's the not Kim and Ruth Show. It's really, <laughs> I don't know. Tune in to Make It Happen with Kim and Ruth every Wednesday morning at 10.06. And we'll spend time talking about health and wellness topics and all aspects of healthy living. But we know that you're the real expert in your health, so let us help you make it happen. Wednesday morning on 970 WATH to make it happen. My name is Micah. I'm the Dementia Inclusive Coordinator and Project Specialist for Athens County Cares. I became involved with this project because I want members of my community to have access to the resources they need. My father-in-law had dementia. He and my mother-in-law moved in with us. As caregivers, we struggled to find information and resources to help him and us. The Athens County Care Consultation Program is what I wish we had when we were caring for him. For more information, visit AthensCountyCares.org. The thought of my sons growing up without me inspired me to quit smoking. I talked to my doctors and then I threw away all my cigarettes, ashtrays, and lighters. I started exercising instead of smoking. Staying away from alcohol when I was first quitting was key. I kept on trying, learned something each time. Do whatever it takes. No matter how many times it takes. We did it, so can you. For free help, call 1-800-QUIT-NOW. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and CDC. These days, we're all doing a lot more virtually, which is why at Ohio Health, we've expanded our virtual care options and availability to make it even easier to get safe expert care at home. That includes virtual visits with over a thousand trusted providers in every medical specialty. Learn more about our virtual health options at ohiohealth.com slash virtual health. I'm Tom Wong, I'm running for Congress, and I approve this message. My parents were Christians who fled communist China in 1949, and my faith has grown stronger as I've grown older. I'm not a politician or a lobbyist. I love America and want to make it even better. I ask for your vote on August 3rd. On August 3rd, vote for Tom Huang. Vote Tom Huang for Congress. Paid for by Tom for Ohio. He's not a politician or a lobbyist. Have you heard of Project RISE? Are you a parent in Athens, Meigs, Perry, or Vinton counties? We provide internships, job shadowing, work study, transition planning, and graduation coaching. All students and parents have free access to these resources. For more information, please find us on Facebook at AMESC Project RISE. There are numerous free events and resources that you need to know about. Act now. Project RISE will help you with your future after high school. Follow us on Facebook at AMESC Project Rise. I-N-E-P-T. E-M-F-T-E-C. Two 
Coach Turf, you're coming off a 33-0 loss to SOS in your season opener, but there must have been some bright spots in the game for you. Well, no, uh, not really. I don't know what ball game you was watching, but I knowed that we was in trouble right there at the start of the ball game when we kicked off because uh, we was breaking in a brand-new kicker, Sammy Sidewinder, and he come up to that football, his first college football kickoff, and he took up a divot that good old Shank Wedgman, the star of our golf team, shoot, he'd have been proud of that rascal, and, Oh, uh, old Sammy kicked the tee further than he kicked the football, and then they recovered it on their 41-yard line. I guess it's downhill from there. Well, it does sound like an ominous beginning. Well, I know no, you, it wasn't very good at all. I know you told me that going into the game, you thought their safeties were inexperienced, and you'd be able to work on them with your passing game. How did their safeties play? Well, they played a real fine ball game. In fact, they played a better ball game than I thought they'd play. We had a special play cooked up for the star of our team, our star wide receiver, Needles Norgan. You know Needles. He's six foot nine, weighs ninety-eight pounds. Rather he's a, thin, young he's man. A, he's, a, he's a rather thin boy. And now we tried to take advantage of that. We, we was wearing our white road uniforms, and Needles being so thin, we figured he could lay right down on the sideline. And when we center the ball, we'd quick throw him the ball, and he could run for a touchdown. He jumps up, catches it, you know. And uh, we thought we'd take advantage of their inexperienced safeties, and. They caught on. We run that play once and got a big gain. And right after that, uh, I, I bet our quarterback, 12, uh, third and 12, must have thrown seven interceptions we was running that play. We'll be back with more from Coach Turf in just a moment. And the Coach Arthur Show brought to you by Blue Origin Space Launch. How about that? Well, Coach, it's customary for coaches to award a game ball to the game's MVP after each game. Which member of the Oysters gets that honor this week? Well, we're not giving it to nobody, but that ain't because we don't have nobody to honor. It's because we don't got no game balls. Uh, that's because, uh, you know, we was pretty cramped on the Packer this road trip, everybody making a trip. You know, every once in a while, when you go through the season, we got some boys that leave a team after a certain number of ball games, and by the time the end of the season rolls around, you don't got as many boys on the team as you do at the start of the season. But this start of the season, we got a lot of boys on the team, had that Packard pretty cramped, so what I did, I give the game ball to Coach Lewis and Coach Clark so they'd have it sitting there waiting for us when we got there, and since we don't got no game ball, you can't award nothing if you ain't got it. Well, Coach, this sounds fairly serious to me. You mean you, you still haven't heard from Coach Lewis and Coach Clark? Are they still lost? Well, I'm glad. Whoops, let me get that. Hello. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's right. Well, I guess that's okay. Long as you and Coach Clark's all right, why don't you uh, give me a call along about Thursday with what you got? We'll see you. Bye. Well, who was that, Coach Lewis? Well, that's right. You know, he said he had to sell the game ball for a couple bus tickets to Indiana so they could scout our next opponent, Indiana Orthopedic University, and, boy, you know, that trip's going to wear him out. How's that, Coach? Well, you got to take the back roads to get to IOU, and that always makes you bone tired. Be listening again, sports fans, for the next thrill-packed interview with the head coach of the Fighting Oysters of Inept Tech, the coaching legend in his own mind, the one and only Coach Art Turf. In our 71st year of service to Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. WATH FM's. As we speak, 
That Blue Origin spacecraft is going. Going, going. It just launched. What I hear is something like 16 minutes its total flight. They'll be weightless um, like four minutes. The launch site, of course, Van Horn, Texas. And uh, it's happening as we speak. How about that? Well, let's see here. Whoops, let me turn this on. Sorry about oh, that. Oh, that's okay. Good morning. Good morning. That is pretty cool as we watch it here in the studio. Yeah, we have um, a live feed. Several today. different feeds here available to us. And, uh, uh, but, I mean, this thing's only going to be up there, what, 18 minutes, 16 minutes, something like that. Yeah, not not very long. It's pretty expensive per oh, minute. Oh, here it is, flight. 10 minutes. Yeah, that was around 10 or 11. 10 minutes, including three minutes of weightlessness. <laughs> now, this, this has a capsule. So, at some point, the capsule will separate from the, the fuel... Fuselage. Something like that. Yeah. The boosters, the rocket boosters. And then, um, I guess it's once you get, what, 63 miles above Earth is when you feel weightlessness. 62, 63, something like that. And um, they'll only have that for like four minutes, and then the capsules start to return to Earth. And, um, Ooh, there's a good shot. Yeah. Well, from the capsule itself, pointing back towards Earth for folks listening. This is the second um, uh, privately launched thing here in the U.S. The other one was, what, about a month ago? Something like that. And uh, so, anyway, that's, that's all going going on as we speak and um, that uh, rocket is so far away now that it, the image is very fuzzy um, alright well anyway good morning uh, Jeff Bezos of course is the uh, whoops here's an ant got him <laughs> um, Amazon founder and billionaire Jeff Bezos this is his project, the Blue Origin. Let's see. It says the world's richest man will be joined by his brother Mark, an 82-year-old Wally Funk, and last month's 18-year-old winner of an online auction, whose winning bid will be donated to Blue Origins Foundation Club for the Future. As I mentioned before, the flight uh, to the edge of space above the Kármán line lasts 10 minutes, including three minutes of which they'll experience weightlessness. 
So, they were, uh, if I'm not mistaken, like 14 minutes late on the launch uh, for whatever reason, who knows. As we've watched various launches over our lifetimes, we've known, often known them to uh, put a, a hold on the count and that sort of thing. So, let's see here. What else do I have here? Uh, oddly enough, today is National Moon Day. <laughs> How about that? Uh, and while we're mentioning those sort of things, National Lollipop Day. As a kid, I liked them. I don't as an adult. National Fortune Cookie Day and National Pennsylvania Day. All of those today. Yeah. Well, you know, National Moon Day on this date in 1969, July 20th, was the uh, moon landing ah, okay. of Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin. Fifty-two years later, we recognize it at National Moon Day. Okay, now i got to ask, with it being National Moon Day... Mm-hmm. We we know about all of the astronomy things, the rocket launches, the landing of the men on the moon. But uh, moon, you remember the the craze of the the fad of streaking in the seventies. Oh yeah. Okay. Now, uh, then you progress to mooning. When I first saw, it said National Moon Day. That's oh, that came to <laughs> mind rather than. <laughs> Something up in space. Well, it came along with that. Okay, then, then I thought, you know, with your revelation of, of uh, when we talked about streaking and you and some guests were surprised to be on a nude beach. Oh, that one time. But so I, I was thinking. Uh, that, that's that was the wife of a senator, I might add. Yeah, I, okay. I was thinking if if Dave had mooned people on that beach that day not intentionally or... <laughs> no. no that was not the uh, the game plan at all or or any any other time if he participated in the mooning craze no, no that's, <laughs> I, i've never seen the purpose of that yeah well i just you know had to have a little fun with you yeah, about sure, that. Sure. when when you mentioned about landing on that <laughs> nudist beach too about the unintentional mooning well, yeah. There was apparently a lot of that going on in that beach. A lot of unintentional well, Actually, booty. okay, I'm thinking back here. Actually, there wasn't a whole lot of that. Um, as I recall, there were not even a half dozen um, groups of people on this very vast beach. Of course, it was mid-afternoon on a weekday. Um, so, what am I looking at? Is it all over already? Uh, probably so. It looks like it's... Looks like the capsule now is separated and it's, um... Descending back. Descending back to Earth. Yep. And apparently it has, uh, thrusters on there that will land it at a speed of one mile per hour before it touches ground. I heard 16 miles per hour, but whatever. Not very much. 
and they were mentioning on national news that there are three parachutes. I don't know. Oh, there they go. There they go. They okay. said if if only one of them deployed, would it be safe? And they said yes, it would because there are features built in to the bottom of the capsule there to absorb the shock. There and goes also, the larger or something. Oh yeah, there. colorful red, white, and blue. It looks like. Yeah. And so they said it would be safe. The apparently the seats in there have a type of feature in there that is a cushioning feature that will also absorb the shock. Well, the uh, chutes are now fully expanded. It's, yeah. It's quite a sight here. And apparently the windows in that capsule are the largest windows ever put in a capsule. Uh, they certainly appear to me to be so. Yeah, to give uh, spectacular views of the planet mm-hmm. and space. And it's still descending. And... Um, well, that didn't take long, did it? Well, it wasn't supposed to. Oh, yeah. Like, but, I mean, it's just like... Wasn't it 16 minutes from start to finish? I think it was like 10, what you said well, that's when right. you reported that earlier. Now, are we seeing Earth now? A bit. In the background? In the background, yeah. Mountainous areas? Uh, this is Texas, of course. Solid areas there, too. Hilly areas? Yeah. It's certainly coming down very smoothly. Mm-hmm. That is uh, pretty neat. To, and, and again, I think there's supposed to be a puff of some sort of thrust to at the last moment to buffer the soft landing, something like that. Yeah. Well, they're certainly getting closer. It appears. You can see the... Uh, Ground there much more there clear. There it is. There it was. I didn't see any puff. It just I didn't landed. Oh, that was more than one mile per hour for that Yes. Uh, landing right there with all of the dust that flew out all around it. Now, let's see here. Can they open their own door, or do they have to have someone come up and help them? I uh, don't know. We'll find out here shortly. Not like the... Navy going out into sea to rescue astronauts, of course, since they're on land. Now, I wonder if they have to go through something like astronauts do when they get back. I know astronauts are in space much longer than these people were. Like a, what do they call it, decompression or something like that? No, I don't think that that will be necessary. I wouldn't either, but, but. But I'm not sure. Yeah. What do I know? So what's that road or street right there next to it, I wonder? Route 33, I think. Hey, look up in the mountain, see if you see a puff of dust from the capsule landing. No? No. (laughs) Me either. We're on Columbus Road, close to 33. Yeah. Well, they're still in the capsule. Well, that was uh, short but cool. Yeah, pretty cool. All right. Well, if we see anything else worth mentioning, we will. But uh, good morning, folks. It is uh, the 20th day of July now. Um, we already told you, you know, there's certain days and 
<laughs> what was one of them? National Pennsylvania Day. That's right. Yeah. Hey, speaking of space, you wanted me to interject a pun, a joke, a one-liner periodically? You have that ability? I do. Go for it. Since you laid that responsibility on me, here it is. Okay. What was the first animal in space? I give what? The cow that jumped over the moon. Oh, of course. <laughs> of course. Good morning. You're on the air. It was a chimp. A chimp? A chimp was the first <laughs> animal up there, wasn't it? Oh, in the... In the um, yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah, I well, think so. Or you know how you want to go to the North Pole and the South Pole and visit those, and you were determining how old you are and all of that? Can mm. you get that in your lifetime? Right. Well, now you better get together 28 million so you can get on a next space shuttle around the, you know, wherever they're going. You know. <laughs> Up in space. Can you imagine t- what you could do with $28 million oh. to feed the homeless? Yes. That's a heck of a lot of money. Right. And, and imagine what that could do. But, you know, these rich folks over whatever country they're in, the U.S., or this happened to be from Holland, I think, an 18-year-old boy, right? Yep. Yeah. Yes. Well, <clears throat> I guess those who have it spend it in any manner that they can. Um, it's just too bad they're not thinking about the hungry. Here, well, Africa or somewhere. Let's, let's not uh, assume that. Why not? Well, I think uh, probably both the previous guy and Jeff Bezos um, have done a lot of good things for people. I'm not talking about them. I'm talking about the 28 million the teenager coughed up via his parent. Oh. That they could have fed many homeless people, not necessarily homeless people or hungry people in, in Holland, in the Netherlands, but some other place in the world um, they, they could do. Mm-hmm. Or they could even put that $28 million on their ability to stay out of the water in Holland. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's amazing that that hasn't been taken over by the sea. <laughs> right. But anyway, every time I hear things like $28 million, I keep thinking... Twenty-eight million must be like five dollars somewhere or something, because you know it doesn't seem like it's anything anymore. I don't know about you, but a million dollars is still a lot of money. You betcha. <laughs> what you could do, you could build a whole new building, couldn't you? <laughs> I'd take less than that. <laughs> well, anyway, I, I appreciate this morning um, the the thank yous and the the praising of the people who cut your grass. I thought that was nice. Of course, they get paid for it, but still, that was nice to tell people in the community that we've got a somebody who tends a lawn quite nicely, and maybe hire them because I think you have them. You advertise for them as yes, well. Yes, I do. Yeah. Well, thanks for for sharing all that this morning, and sure. thanks for your fun comments that you both. Uh, and we <laughs> really enjoy out here in the radio land your banter back and forth. <laughs> all right. Thank you so very Thank much. You. Take care, both of you. you Thank bet. you. You too. They, uh, there's a mob of people, about uh, six or eight people here, uh, now surrounding this space capsule, and they're moving hastily, which makes me wonder if there's some problem exiting. But uh, maybe this is just normal process. Um, Got a camera crew there, and a they brought boom, up some steps. Boom, uh, Mike. Yeah. Anyway, they're, tr- they're um, 
you know, I, well, as we look at that, I'll just say I, I thought about that 28 million too, about how far that would go to advance help with COVID issues too. But I guess it's not ours to direct the spending. And I mentioned this morning when uh, our caller mentioned about the lawn care, about how nice the lawn looks out here, spruced up the area. Joey Daniel Lawn Care. There you go. I saw Joey a couple days ago, and he said he was going to be out before um, in the next day or two, and he, he was. Yep, he was here All right. yesterday. So what are, what are they doing now? They get the doors open? Well, uh uh, I keep wondering, frankly. Yeah, I don't, I don't see anything opening. I keep seeing people inside gesturing thumbs up, but um, they're still inside. <laughs> maybe they're having a toast. Yeah, or maybe oatmeal. Um, Could be that, too. Let's see here. Or cream of wheat. You would have thought they had the exit part figured out a little better than this. Mm-hmm. They're doing a lot. The the people outside, for those listening, if you're not able to see a TV, they're doing a, a lot of hand gesturing back and forth. The the people surrounding the capsule. There's um there a door opens. Maybe they had to get get family members out okay. there. Everybody's wearing cowboy hats. There's Bezos. He was wearing his cowboy hat on the way there. Alright, well there's <laughs> a a sizable um perhaps forty or fifty people now about the capsule. Uh, with the uh, four exiting, uh, four people, right? I think it was. Yeah, I think it was. So um, I'm going to call this story uh, over for the moment. Um, But that thing all happened well. All right. (coughs) The only thing that uh, struck me funny was it looked like they had a little trouble getting the door open. Yeah. All right. I thought that landing was a little more rough than what was anticipated but i didn't but that's all right what neither one of us know really i'm not a nasa engineer all right on this date in 1881 the sioux indian chief sitting bull surrenders to the u.s federal troops 1881 on this date of july 20th In the year 1921, 100 years ago today, Congresswoman Mary, I'm sorry, Alice Mary Robertson becomes the first woman to preside over the floor of the U.S. House. Of course, that's the U.S. House of Representatives. 1954 on this date. Armistice for Indochina was signed. 
And Vietnam separates into North and South Vietnam. Nineteen sixty nine Apollo eleven lunar module carrying Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin lands on the surface of the moon. Aldrin and Armstrong walk on the moon seven hours later. while Michael Collins remains in orbit in the lunar module. What was that? One step for... Man. Man. Then one step for mankind. Okay. That's not on here, but I think we got it right. 1976, the U.S. Viking 1 lands on Mars... In a place I can't pronounce. Let's see if I... Chrissy, maybe? C-H-R-Y-S-E. Chrissy Lanitia. Lanitia. Something like that. Which also... Um, that's on Marsh. Um, that was the first Martian landing. Hmm. Incidentally, it was one small step for man. One giant leap. That's it. For mankind. I knew we were close. Yeah. And then in year 2017, on this date, China announces a plan against foreign garbage, banning 24 countries, I'm sorry, banning 24 categories of plastic and recyclable waste from 2018. Okay, what about birthdays here? We got four of them. Okay, Carlos Santana. I love their musical group, Santana. Um, he's 74 today. Here we have a guy. I just, boy, I hope. Mad Dog Call, C-O-L-L, Cole. He, just the name and the look of the picture makes me think he's a gangster. Uh, yep, you would be correct. Had a short life, 1908 to 1932. I'm guessing he was uh, <clears throat> murdered in some fashion or shot by the cops or something. Probably, probably Vincent Mad Dog Cole was an Irish-American mob hitman in the 1920s and early 1930s in New York City. He gained notoriety for the allegedly accidental killing of a young child during a mob kidnap attempt. I wonder how a child would get involved in that. That's, I, that's really yeah, sad. Anyway. Terrible. Uh, Edmund Hillary. Sir Edmund, right? Sir Edmund Hillary, yes. Born in 1919 on this date, died in 2008. He was the, wasn't he the first one to climb Mount, Mount Everest? Everest? Yeah, so. let me see here. He was a New Zealand mountaineer, explorer, and philanthropist. On May 29th, 1953, 53. 
Hillary and Sherpa mountaineer Tenzing Norgay became the first climbers confirmed to have reached the summit of Mount Everest. They were part of the ninth British expedition to Everest, led by John Hunt. Going much farther back, uh, today would be the birth date of Alexander the Great. The year would have been 356 B.C. He lived to 323 B.C. So, once again, a very short lifetime. Um... But just in case someone doesn't, I mean, I'm, everybody's heard of Alexander the Great, but what was that guy known for? He was the king of the ancient Greek kingdom of Macedon, a member of the Argia dynasty. He was born in Pella, a city in ancient Greece in 356 B.C. What is he famous for? He changed the course of history, one of the world's greatest military generals. He created a vast empire that stretched from Macedonia to Egypt and from Greece to part of India. This allowed for Hellenistic culture to become widespread. Um, Was Alexander the Great ever defeated? In 15 years of conquest, Alexander never Lost the battle. It's a pretty good record. Two uh, famous deaths to mention. One is that of, uh, remember Bruce Lee? Yes. Born in 1940, died in 1973. Martial arts. Yeah. And he had... Um, but he was in a lot of movies that featured his physicalness, right? Oh, Yes. Yeah. Anyway. He was an actor, director, uh, martial arts instructor. He was in Enter the Dragon, The Fist of Fury, The Way of the Dragon, just to name a few. He was in apparently 49 total movies. Guglielmo Marconi. Now let me tell you, we're on the air because of him. He was the guy that invented all this electrical radiation of, of airwaves and things like that. Um, born on this date in 1874, died in 1937. Can you add anything to that? Mar I Marconi? certainly would love to. Okay. He was an Italian inventor and electrical engineer known for his pioneering work on long-distance radio transmission, development of Marconi's Law, and a radio telegraph system. Guglielmo Marconi. Italian inventor. Yes, I forgot to bring in uh, the COVID statistics, but that's all right. We do it pretty regularly. We'll get them tomorrow. Well, what else is going on today besides this uh, Blue Origin launch? Have you come to the conclusion that this has been a, a really hot summer? 
Yes. And, and more so <laughs> than customary, right? Um, so far, I think there have been some, you know, pretty roasty, toasty days. Humidity. Well, and maybe, maybe Athens isn't a good judge of it. But let's take Portland, Maine, or Boston, uh, or or places like that where, yeah, they have nice warm summers. But they've had hot summers. Um, the typical summer in 1970 in Portland, Maine, uh, you might reach a, a high of 70 degrees. I'm sorry, 78 degrees. This past year or two, it's been over 80. Boston, um, their normal high for a summer was like um, 81. Uh, now it's like 85, 86. Let's take a let's take a hotter place yet. Let's take um, well, let's take Washington D.C. In 1970, the average temperature during the summer, in terms of a high, was 87. This year, and even to some degree last year. 91. Okay, let's go down to Florida. No, no, no. Let's go to Atlanta. It's had like a um, of seven degree change. Hotter. Okay, now let's pick somewhere really weird. Billings, Montana. Okay, just about 30 miles north of the Wyoming Wyoming border. Um, <laughs> it's had um, a huge change in the last 30, I'm sorry, 50 years. Boise, Idaho, Denver, Salt Lake City. They, too. Well, it's it's something that people are watching very carefully. And this summer appears to be on pace to be the hottest on record. Last month was the hottest June since at least the 1890s. Now, wh why do we use that year? Well, that's when the federal records first were kept. So, anyway. The 
temperature reached 116 degrees in Portland, Oregon at one point and 121 degrees in British Columbia, Canada. Climate researchers concluded that those levels of heat would have been virtually impossible without climate change. This month has also been brutally hot in many places. The western U.S. is experiencing its fourth heat wave in less than two weeks, with temperatures in Montana and Idaho topping 100 degrees this week. On July 9th, Death Valley, California, reached 130 degrees, matching the hottest temperature recorded on Earth. Well, numbers aside, the extreme heat is creating situations that are a mix of unnatural and horrific. Dozens of wildfires as you know, are burning across the West. They've even said we've got some smoke in the atmosphere here that is drifted from the West. Yeah, Brian Hughes mentioned that. He's also stated that it is posing no breathing no. risk as well. It's in the uh, second and third tiers up above where we are. Let's see here. Here's a guy from Oregon who says, normally the weather predicts what the fire will do. In this case, the fire is predicting what the weather will do. So day to day, the summer heat in much of the U.S. is unpleasant. Boston is not supposed to feel like New York, and Philadelphia isn't supposed to feel like Atlanta. But the heat is not merely unpleasant. It can be downright dangerous. And the future is looking increasingly dangerous as well. Ezra Klein is a writer for the New York Times, and she says, or let's see, he says, actually, I don't know the gender. Forgive me. But they say, I do not want this to be a column arguing for despair. But to the immediate question, how to force the political system to do enough, fast enough, to avert mass suffering, I don't know the answer or even if there is an answer. Wow. Okay, now, you found this group of, what was it, outer space jokes? Something um, like that. Yeah, I think you did, actually, so that's okay. Um, okay. <laughs> okay, I did. What Have you found any worth uh, trying to bring a smile to our audience? Yes. I, I found one here. You hand me a sheet and we'll do some together. Okay. Okay. This, this is actually a, a joke between Sherlock Holmes and John Watson. 
You remember Sherlock Holmes? Well, yeah. Okay. I mean, I never knew him, but... Yeah, me either. They These two are camping on a case that they are investigating. After putting up the tent, having a good dinner, and drinking a bottle of wine, they go to sleep. Yeah. In the middle of the night, Holmes wakes up and nudges his faithful friend. Watson, look up at the sky and tell me what you see. Holmes says, shivering. I see millions and millions of stars, Holmes, replies Watson. And what do you deduce from that? Watson ponders for a moment. Well, it tells me that there are millions of galaxies and potentially billions of planets somewhere in the universe with so many billions of stars similar to the sun. There is a high probability that some of these stars have Earth-like planets. And assuming the Earth is typical, some may have developed intelligent life. It means that humanity may not be alone in this vast cosmos. What did you deduce, Holmes? Holmes is silent for a moment before he replies. Quite, he says, though my more immediate concern is the fact that clearly someone has stolen our tent. Boy, that is a long venture to the punchline, uh, but but I get it. So they had a tent, but and weren't seeing stars. Now they do, and suddenly came to the conclusion: someone took their tent. Yeah, after they woke up, yeah, and visualized the billions of stars. So um, here's a short one. <clears throat> I'm throwing a party in space. Can you help me plan it? <clears throat> that's it. That's 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 it. It's as good as yours. Okay, you pick. <laughs> I didn't know we were in competition. Well, <laughs> we're getting there. Well, I thought maybe you could do two since I took up some time there with that longer one. So if you want to go ahead, you can have another Okay. One. Why didn't the sun go to college? Because it already had a million degrees. Da-da-da-da. Rumpum. Yesterday, I was charged $10,000 for sending my cat into space. It was a catastrophe. Catastrophe. I get it. Uh, where do keyboards go to have dinner? The space bar. What did Mars say to Saturn? Give me a ring sometime. <laughs> Why did the astronaut break up with her boyfriend? Because she needed some space. <laughs> knock, knock. Who's there? Solar. Solar who? Solar, are you going to think of a better joke? I hope so. <laughs> well, there's tick marks next to some of these. Did you do them already? Yeah, I did. Okay. What do you oh, call oh, oh, a lazy oh. man in space? What The what man? What do you call a lazy man in space? I give. 
a procrastinate. A procrastinate, of course. What is an astronaut's favorite chocolate? A Mars bar. Duh. Okay, well, you get the point. All of this because they had a 16-minute launch in travel or 10 or whatever it was. Well, it was short. If athletes get athlete's foot, then what do astronauts get? Mistletoe. (laughs) Okay. All right. Let's see here. The virus. Canada will open its border to fully vaccinated Americans next month. I know some people um, that formerly lived in Athens. I'm sorry. That's right. Who now live in Canada. They took a trip and now they're not allowed back home. And uh, so they'll be anxious to get this good word. What about the stock market? Well, stocks in the U.S. and Europe had their worst day in months yesterday as investors worried about the Delta variant. Let's see here. We've got a lot of, um, what would you call it? You know, we used to have some rules like like wearing masks and stuff like that. And then as people became vaccinated, that got relaxed. Now, there are some places where they're suggesting we go back to masks. Uh, a leading pediatrics group recommended that everyone older than two wear masks while attending classes in school regardless of their vaccination status. On the other hand, there's other experts that disagree. Yeah, we've heard that before. The U.S. has accused China of hacking Microsoft These are just sort of headline things. Uh, Another, the Biden administration transferred its first detainee out of Guantanamo Bay, thereby reducing the the prison complex's population to 39. We still have people being, um, what would you call it, sentenced, who participated in that storming of the Capitol. Um, One yesterday to eight months in prison. All of that's still unfolding.
Kevin McCarthy, the House GOP leader, nominated five Republicans to the committee investigating the Capitol attack. Three of them had previously voted to challenge the 2020 election results. That's an interesting item. Well, the Olympics is just around the corner. I'm sure you're aware of that. And at this point, more than two dozen athletes, coaches, and officials have tested positive for the coronavirus. I don't think I understand this. Maybe, Scott, you can explain it. Toyota said it would not air Olympic-themed TV ads in Japan because of the public's disapproval of the Games. Oh, well, um, a lot of folks in Japan are saying the Games should be canceled. Oh. And so my guess is that is the, the substance for that. Okay. <clears throat> the citizens of Japan say the, the COVID virus is spreading too much, and they are protesting having the Olympics but on the other side, you've got all this money invested in the Olympics. You bet. Anyway, did you know that all the beds for the athletes in uh, the athletes' village are made of cardboard? No. They're disposable, right? In our 71st year of service to Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. Is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. Jeff Bezos and three other passengers have made it to space and back in about 11 minutes in his Blue Origin rocket. They whooped it up after they crossed the Carmen line and went from light into sheer darkness and weightlessness. Correspondent Mark Strassman is near the launch site in Van Horn, Texas. It sure looks like it went picture perfect the way that Blue Origin wanted it to, the way they were confident that it would go, the way that Jeff Bezos had dreamed it would go since he was five years old watching Apollo 11 land on the moon. I mean, I you heard him say this is, this is the greatest day ever. After they landed, Bezos and his brother Mark, 82-year-old Wally Funk and 18-year-old Oliver Damon emerged from their capsule wearing cowboy hats and popped champagne as they celebrated with family and friends. Bezos planned from here to blast paying customers into space and return astronauts astronauts to the moon soon one day colonize the cosmos. The American Academy of Pediatrics is breaking with the CDC and recommending kids wear masks when they go back to school, even if they're fully vaccinated. The group says it's worried about rising COVID cases fueled by the Delta variant in all 50 states. Correspondent Cammie McCormick. It's real and it's dangerous. The number of hospitalizations has nearly tripled in the past month and Arkansas's largest hospital is at full capacity with COVID-19 cases. Dr. Benjamin Davis it feels like we're already to the level of